Hello and welcome to the Hurricane Rana Off the Top Rope podcast, which, technical issues aside, will actually go up a week after the last one went up, which means we're now an episodic podcast, which means all the problems in the world are solved. My name is Simon Miller, and I'm joined, as always, by Chris Fox, who sat over there in a blue chair. How are you, Chris Fox? Hi. I thought, I thought you were going to mention the Eddie Guerrero shirt. Well, why are you wearing an Eddie Guerrero death t-shirt? That's quite depressing. I know. Well, I do like it. Um, you, you like Eddie Guerrero's death? You, just, you look back on fondly and <laughs> praise. I, I used to wear the shirt when I was in a uh, a four piece uh, metal band, and we all wore Mexican luchador masks. So there you go. And you wore—he wasn't really a luchador, though. No, I know. No, it was just uh, the first T-shirt I grabbed. <laughs> but but it was—it was the way someone in the crowd found out that he'd passed away. Wow! So that you're was, like the bearer of bad sad. news. All right, you've changed my mind about this shirt. I'm just—you can. I'm just going no, like to take it off. I'm going to go skins no, for this no, one. No, that's fine. I just. I don't know. I guess it's a nice thing to buy. I'm not sure I'd wear a death I like, shirt. I like the EG on the, uh, on the sleeve. No, <laughs> you're I, a gamer. I, I, bought it, I bought it at the time when I was grieving. Wow. So I, I grieved with my money. That's very nice of you. That's a good point. No, I'm only just being a dick. There you go, Vince. A dick. Yeah, well, thanks, Vince. Uh, right, so finally, as well as this one going up today, you would have seen that finally the patron-exclusive Hurricane Off the Top Rope podcast has gone up where we look at a retro event and we looked at Survivors 97 because originally supposed to go up two weeks ago and technical problems ruined everything. So, as always, if you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316, that's me. And if you go for $5 or more, you'll get access to that podcast. That's the only exclusive thing on the Patreon, just because I like to give a little something back. And that's all we're going to say today about the Patreon. We've done it. We'll move forward. We'll talk about the last week in wrestling. I cannot remember anything that happened in wrestling. Raw was actually quite good. I very much, my favorite thing about Raw was Charlotte. Charlotte Flair, who I'm starting to think could be one of the best heels in a very long time. Because everything she does is believable. Yep. I enjoyed her calling out her dad. I enjoyed all the phoneness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I enjoyed the big slap. Although I do, well, I hope, anyway, I hope this is um, building to roadblock, end of the line. Rick v. Charlotte, that, yeah. Uh, no, no, well, yeah. No? Oh. But that Ric Flair turns on Sasha Banks. Charlotte gets the title back and the Flairs are back together. If Ric Flair doesn't have to be on TV, he can go away again. Yeah. But that way you get the title back on Charlotte, which they obviously want to do. You keep her pay-per-view record alive, which they obviously want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, to the point, how does Sasha get her revenge is the only question. You're not going to have Sasha versus Ric Flair. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. So I don't know what you do then, but other than that, really um, good segment. I'm intrigued where it's going to go. It would be good, wouldn't it, if Charlotte formed like an actual four horsewomen, like faction on, on TV, like a Ooh, like an evil group of lackeys. So, same thing as the... Who would be in it, though? That's what I'm thinking about now. There's not enough women, is there? No. Maybe, maybe in six months. You'd have months. to use the whole roster to, yeah. to make up the four yeah, horsewomen. Yeah, it'd be like a bullet club. I do like that idea, go. though. Do you, yeah. have, do you have Charlotte? I mean, Mickey James is coming in, but you don't want her as a heel. You want her as a face. Because it wouldn't be good to have a really good female faction after they did that you know what they warfare do? thing. With the, they um, do Charlotte, Emmalina, Alexa Bliss. Uh, not Alexa Bliss. Um, Dana Brooke and Nia Jax. That would be the four they'd do. Dana Brooke is Mungo. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they do. Got to have a Mongo. That's what their four would be. Surely Nia Jax would be the Mongo. She's not going to be oh, a no, brute. Mongo is brutish. Um, that, I would actually like that idea. Yeah. And then Ric Flair is the, is the JJ Dillon of the group, which is somewhat <laughs> ironic and weird, but still, that would count. I would enjoy that. I think that would be really good. Yeah. It would. The only problem is, yeah, you do then. Mm, it's not the end of the world if all the heels are in one group because you, you still need to pair them off against people. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, who are your faces? Sasha Banks, Bailey. Running out of women. Who well, it always brings <laughs> us back to that same problem of... Uh, what other women... They've got what other faces the... are on the Raw Women? Is that really it? So you've got four heels and two faces. That cannot be right. Lana is involved, she's She not doesn't wrestler. count. She's doing her own thing. She's luring people back to her hotel room for... 
uh, I thought, beat downs. I thought that segment was great. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people ragging on it, going, well, Enzo looks so stupid now. You have to have some... You have to sometimes throw predictability out the window. Like, yeah. yes, it, and, and it was obvious. the camera crew's not there. Yeah, yes, it was obvious, but... If you did that with everything, we'll just kill all segments. Kill all segments, why? Because he, he'd know that was going to happen. Okay, okay. I did like the cut from uh, when Cass hangs up the phone. Yeah, oh, it was good. Oh, where is he? Cuts to Enzo strutting down the corridor. It was like a shit budget movie, but I really enjoyed it. I just a thought WWE it was fun. Movie. Yeah, I just thought it was fun. I enjoyed the turn. I knew what was going to happen, but that's not the point. I enjoyed how it was executed. I enjoyed Rusev being like a murderer. I enjoyed the little turn. I enjoyed Cass realizing it in the ring. I just thought it worked really well. I don't. There's nothing wrong with every now and then making a baby face like Enzo look a bit. Oh, they got one over you. That's okay. The heel once again. The heel um, tech guy strikes. You know, like only a heel tech guy is going to play Rusev's music for him when he's, when he's not <laughs> yeah, actually exactly. there. And take a camera into the. I'll take the camera into the hotel room. Yeah, because Kevin, Kevin Dunn's not going to get a text going. Play Rusev's music. He's not here. All right, just play it. I, that's my favourite thing about wrestling. Like, when someone does a run-in, why does their music sometimes play? Who, 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 who set that up? Who's, who's well, there to go? I did, like, I did like Foley doing it over Walkie Talkie uh, uh, earlier on this year. He said, like, hit, hit Seth Rollins' music, and then it hit. That was quite good. And, and Rock obviously ruined it completely with that countdown towards the camera. So I just think these tech guys will do whatever the wrestlers tell them to, basically. Mate, well, yeah, click, get If it's a heel, they get intimidated. Yeah, but this is the thing. If Rusev wasn't there to intimidate the techie, who's playing that music? Or maybe Rusev had already threatened him. If you don't play my music, I will match to you. And then there's going to be hell to pay. But no, I like that segment. I thought it, I really enjoyed the Enzo and Cass Rusev feud. I think it's really good. And it makes Rusev look like a monster. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's going to end with Cass beating Rusev, which I'm not too high on just because I see more upside in uh, Rusev than I do in Big Cass. I really wish, yeah. The, the, I mean, I know, I know the undefeated thing. Uh, but you can still build him back up again with, you can with, build with anyone a load back of... up with the right thing. I just is Cass definitely going to beat him then? Well, I would assume so. I would assume this is well, the babyface has to get the revenge, doesn't he? And like Enzo has been destroyed so far in the last couple of weeks, so something has to has to balance it. I mean, maybe Rusev gets one win, but overall, I would assume this is the heat up Cass program to get him to where Vince McMahon wants him to be because he loves him because he's tall. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, well, I mean, him and Baron. Joint champions on Raw and SmackDown for I for, like forever. Baron, Baron Corbin's good. I know we, we we've I know. covered that. Baron we both Corbin's think Corbin's really good. I I I I don't. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I I he's he's piqued my interest more than once. Exactly. And I, and I think he's I think he's got some promise for sure. And we talked about how much we liked his laid back asshole kind of. Yeah, demeanor, it works. I'm not, really I'm not wrong with Baron Corbin, but no, I thought that was a good segment. It was nice to have a segment on Raw that kind of played itself out over multiple bits. I wasn't a massive fan of how it started. Like, oh, curse. I can't handle talking to women like that. It's like, what? None, nothing's going on. But I mean, other than that. Well, I mean, there's, there's a criticism for Enzo again, trying to you know, be a bit creepy, you know? Oh, it was, a, it was massively oh, oh, creepy. Oh, hold on. Um, I saw you just have a fight with your husband there. Want to uh, have sex? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, it's a bit weird. But well, I mean, it's okay. I, I don't know. Maybe that does work. I, I've not tried it. I've not tried it. I, I don't plan to try it. But um, yeah, I mean, apart from Enzo being stupid and a creep, <laughs> everything's, yeah. It's, it was nice to have different locales, not just the... Yeah, exactly. Not just in the backstage shitty locker room. Yeah, here's, here's my office with the red lighting against oh, the wall. I like it. I like to have disco lighting in my office. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because you can go into the GM's office in the new uh, WWE game, can't you? And Stephanie's just banging on the table and pointing at you. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is she banging on the table? 
She because because she's like get out of my office and you know and you're just uh, smashing. Is she doing that thing where she's just moving her mouth but no words are coming out? Yeah, you can't like a fish, and and you can't um, interact with her in any way, unfortunately. Well, that's just bad, isn't no, it? No, no uh, stars clash off the uh, GM's desk. <laughs> through, through the GM desk. Uh, no, I like that on Raw. I thought that was good. I like the Charlotte segment. I can't think anything else that happened, and there was more good. Well, stuff I was going to say, and another good thing about the Enzo thing was that it was organic, and at no point I'm thinking, how did we get here? Whereas Seth Rollins going, oh. And it's about time I call out well, Triple H. I didn't mind that, simply because it I made... because you love because you love it, don't you? <laughs> no, because it made it interesting, though. Straight away, my interest was piqued. If he had just come out and gone, oh, Kevin Owens, oh, Chris Jericho, I was like, okay, we've done this. We've been doing this for six weeks. I'm getting a bit bored of it but now. But it was just like, oh, time for the WrestleMania build. Uh, Triple H, I, I choose you. Well... It was, it was rubs. It, it was a bit out of nowhere. Yeah. But it piqued my interest. And that's the most important thing. Straight away, I was like, right, I'm invested. Here we go. Mm-hmm. We're on the road. Mm-hmm. How else would you have done it? Well, I mean, since they've been so dead set on definitely doing it, you just keep a few seeds here and there. And I know we don't have to see Triple H on TV, but he showed, you know, every now and then, you're like, and once I get done with you, Owens, you know, Triple H is the guy I want. Or, or... But he did have a point, though, because his point was to get to Triple H, he needs to go through Kevin Owens. Yeah, and to know, get to Kevin Owens, he needs to go through... He had logic there. It didn't make sense. He's not been talking about Triple H for weeks and weeks Yeah, but maybe that's what he made realise. He's like, you know what? I need to sort this out. I actually think it was all right. It's not, it made he sense. He, he can't give that much of a shit about it, I think. Oh, uh, it's like, oh, I got through my to-do list. Oh, yeah, Triple H. Yeah, uh, lots of people do 19. that. Lots of people <laughs> do that. Like, he, he realised to, to get what he actually wants. Keep a few seeds. Like, he, if he's going to keep using the pedigree, which has really done my head in uh, the whole time, just make a reference like... Uh, like before he does the pedigree, like a little Triple H crotch chop into the into the camera. <laughs> yeah, but any all oh, I wonder how Triple H feels about him using the pedigree still, uh, uh, Moro or yeah. But if, what's like the that? difference between him all of a sudden doing that from nowhere and saying outrightly? Like, if he had just started crotch chopping on Raw, is that not a bit out of nowhere as well? And then the commentators go, oh, he's no, making no. signs to Triple H. It's the same thing. It's like, where'd that come from? He should have been doing this stuff along the way. He ever wasn't, since, though, ever Chris. Si- he I know. Wasn't. That's in hindsight, this was the best way to do it. Just get in there. Pull off the band-aid. <laughs> they, they need to think about these things more and not just leave it for two months. I was all right go. with it. I was okay with it. Again, because straight away, Raw started, I was like, ooh, he said Triple H's <laughs> name. That's interesting. Who will only a... come back in January, which I also love. Oh, I see. Will not come back before January. <laughs> Uh, and also, well, it reminds me that we're getting Rollins uh, Triple H. That's all right. Uh, what else did you do with Rollins at Mania? Anything else? Do you really think you'd rather? I don't. Who else would you put Triple H with? I think it's if Rollins wins, it's a crazy idea. <laughs> no, no Triple H. No, you 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 underestimate the drawing power of I, Triple H. I, I would I would be hesitant to say how, how much extra buys is H drawing in at these. I days? think on WrestleMania he adds something to the card. He's got name value. Triple uh, H adds more to the card than Seth Rollins does at the moment to the more general fan because people know who Triple H is. I don't think that general fan... Um, are they going to buy for Triple H? Okay, say, say Sky Sports. Say it's on Sky Sports. Uh, it's a Sky Sports kind of casual fan who, who would buy the pay-per-view on mm-hmm. Sky Sports. Are they going to buy it when they see Triple H's little face? I think he adds to it. His <laughs> little face. I think his name adds to it because his name they will recognise. If you've got you Undertaker, if you've got Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Triple H, these are the and the Rock. These are the casual names that people people remember. So I, I think it's people rag on Triple H too much. I'm not saying he didn't do things wrong or anything like that, but in terms of a is he is he backing you on Patreon or something? What is the deal here? I just think Triple H. Do you want to get? I know you just got your little NXT debut in mind in a couple oh, of years. Yeah, right. Trust me, <laughs> WWE do not like what culture. Um, just go. Oh, that was no. I'm the Miller, Miller Report. Yeah, that exactly. was some other guy. No, I just think that Triple H is. Uh, there was a time 
where Austin left, The Rock left, and Triple H had to carry a lot, and I think he did a very good job. Admittedly, there was ups and downs after that, but he did. He he was better than people gave him credit for. I'm not saying he was ever this. He was never the star power of The Rock or yeah. or Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I still think he was a pivotal. It pivotal must have, part no, it, did, it must have been hard carrying um, all those uh, world heavyweight titles for as long as he did. I, I, I'm you... not saying it would have got a little bit of knackering on the old shoulder. Thing is, people say that I would love find me the person in any job. Yeah. That has the ear of the boss or has some kind of power that doesn't yeah, take advantage of it. You I, find me that person. Well, you find me that person. When I was a uh, book in my backyard fed, I was the champion. There you go, you see? I was also 14, Doesn't and matter. this is a grown man. He's like, right. oh, I better take so the belt you, again. You, right, you get into WWE tomorrow yeah. in six months' time. I would shake his hand and go, Sir, I've always <laughs> loved everything you've ever done. No, six months' time, you've got his ear, you've got Vince McMahon's ear. They're a big fan of you, and they say, Look, Chris, we'd like to put you. Put you put you in a program on TV. Now you excited, know man. you know that's a bad idea because you're not a wrestler, and that's taking the spot of someone else. What do you say? You're gonna go? Oh no! Give it to someone else. Absolute bullshit. That nobody would say that. Nobody is that selfless. <laughs> I don't know what to exactly. say. Exactly. This is my point. This is my point. Everyone always, everyone always says, "Oh, Triple H held this person down." Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But the I didn't point. Say that. But the point is this. If someone says to me, if the boss says to me, Triple H, we want to give you a world title. He's the boss, pretty huh? much. Not, not 10 years ago, he wasn't. Yeah. And when, no. he, when he got given that world title, which was bad, there's no excuse for it. There should have been a tournament or a match or something. I don't even have a problem with that. That's a great heel. But move. here's the thing if someone backstage goes, Triple H, we're just going to give you the world title. Who goes, nah, don't do that? Everybody would go, yeah, give me the world title. Like, do you think when Kevin Owens Only found out. get to marry Stephanie. <laughs> when Kevin Owens found out about that finish six months ago, do you think he went, nah, I want to win it? Differently. No, of course he went absolutely fine because he gets to be no, champion. I, That's how human beings work. It's, it's, I, I just don't think we, we've seen it. We've done it. Triple H. We've done everything we can with him. And it's, now, the Seth Rollins feud is genuinely, that's been built up for ages. That ma- is a genuine culmination be, that we should see. The match is going to be, okay, now look, I love Triple H back in the day and it doesn't, I don't feel good saying this, but it's, it's he pre quad tear and I feel horrible saying this. No, he was still good after the quad tear. Not as good, but he was still as good. And I don't, dude, believe me, I, I, I really, like I said, I don't feel good about that. But when I watch his matches these days, like I said, they're slow, methodical, no, there's no heat, there's no, there's nothing. Nah. When was I'm, the last, okay, when was the last Hunter, when was the last try match? That made you go try, Matt. Try. What the hell's that? It was a nickname coined on one episode of Raw and then immediately dropped by Michael. Try. Tell him try. Oh, try. Oh, T R I. All right. What are you talking about? Who's your? Who was your favorite? Come on. What was the last match? Recent match that kind of blew your mind. And the only one he had a good one with Dean Ambrose, but it wasn't. Yeah, that was good. The roadblock match with Dean Ambrose, which was ten months ago, was a good match. There you go. A mania. A mania. The last good mania match he had was his second one with The Undertaker, which was about four years ago or whatever. But that's not the point because... Hold on, the cage one or the... The Hell and Cell, yeah, that was his you second one. You've into the trap, that's the third one. Oh, don't be that guy. Don't be... Right, you're banned. You're banned from the podcast. <laughs> I, know, I know why you like that one as well. Why? Because the memory remains. Oh, no, I don't... No, no, I don't like it when they use me. Hell and Cell. It doesn't work. Um, but no, I... I, I yeah, okay, so his last... His Reigns match was bad, but that was... Poorly thought out from the start. Mm. That wasn't just Triple H's fault. That was... We all knew that. Whoever was in that spot was doomed because the Roman Reigns experiment is doomed. Who did he fight the year before? Sting. Again, 
That was a fun match because it was a kind of um, it was a fun of all the interference. It was though. a fun. I tell you what, that match would have been fine if Triple H had lost. He shouldn't have won there. I put my hands up and gone. But again, he got the ear. So again, Triple H, do you want to win? Absolutely. That's what people do, especially when you've That's got him having a conversation with himself in the mirror. But especially when you've got <laughs> nicest dude in the world, Sting. Is like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Who did he fight at WrestleMania? That, there you go. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. That was a great match the year before. Yeah, but that was. Now, there you go. <laughs> all right, fair See, enough. You, he, he, this is what I point. People love to to cast aspersions on Triple H, and again, he ha- I'm sure he's done loads wrong, as all wrestlers have. Dude, Maybe you, he's you, done you more. Misunderstand me, but he's he's better than people give him credit for. I, I, I'm I'm not. I, I, I'm. I, that is all true, and but I like a lot of stuff that Triple H does. I really do. However, it's just him. It's just there's just there's just no place for him on the card. No one's there is inter- at WrestleMania. No, no what are you bothered. talking no about? No one's interested. Maybe not the people like us that tune in week in week out and are diehards and have seen him over and over again. But the casual fan, much like I mean, not to this extent, but they see Bill Goldberg's name on a card. Oh wow, Bill Goldberg. That's the same. I remember Triple H because he's been away for the. It, it's not. He's not. Triple been, H has been away. No, but he comes back. All, it, he's nah. He adds something on a WrestleMania. Someone like Triple H adds something on a WrestleMania card because he has name recognition. I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I wish the match to be electrifying, Look, but, but like, I know it's going to be... Do you really be... think casual Dave, right? Casual Dave, who only watches wrestling every now and then, doesn't really know much about what's going on. Yeah. What's he going to buy WrestleMania for when he sees Seth Rollins' name? I'm not saying who's the better person I'm, or Triple H's No, name. but he'll buy for Goldberg. But, I, I, but no. it, Triple H will be another factor in it because he'll reckon... I'm not saying that he wants to see Triple H. I'm yeah. saying he recognises the name. And he goes, oh, I remember Triple H. Yeah. He doesn't look at Seth I Rollins. I don't think going, anyone's going to buy for him. And, and there's a couple of no, reasons. No, but he adds. He adds. I'm not saying they're going to buy for him. I'm saying he yeah. adds to it. And adding is just as important. But if it's not going to add extra buys, if it's not that kind of, then it's kind of like... But it may do. It may do. And it says, oh, Goldberg's there. Oh, do. I could be wrong there. about Oh, this. Triple H. He could be that third dude, that third I remember him. And therefore, I, I would love to know other people's opinions of this. Well, we're going to find out because we brought up Triple H. And every time you bring up Triple H, internet goes crazy. Right on the Facebook group as well. Because I want to hear about this as well. What everyone else feels about. Scroll all over it. <laughs> but the casual fan as well, like they're not going to realise that Triple H was so great back in the day because he was the heel. Like Triple H was in two th- in the year two thousand. He may have been my wrestler of the year and the wrestler of the year. All of the, the feuds he had with The Rock, with Angle, with uh, uh, Cactus Jack. You know, at the start of the year, and and the matches used to, he used to. I don't, and it can't just be his his legs. And I just think that he. Oh, dude, he used to have these this this these expressions, right? He used to he used to be quite car- he would sell like a boss for these for these faces. And now, like the, the complaint we were talking about Reigns a couple of years uh, a couple of years ago a couple of years ago on the uh, video gamer uh, wrestling podcast. But when a wrestler's facial expression doesn't kind of bring me into the match, doesn't make me believe through that. And Triple H kind of is he's just kind of. I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. It doesn't make me feel. Nah, I think you're being well unfair. Now. I laughter. The Motorhead song ends, and that's my favourite part. Like everyone, you know, it's like, oh great. You, now I've got to watch a Triple H. If you're match. talking about people that don't sell enough with their face, Triple H is not the first person you go he, for. Dude, There's to... loads of other people you'd pick on first before you go to Triple H. So many of the new stars, quote unquote. No, don't. oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I, I feel a bit like I'm. Now, Triple H still. Triple, I would say that I go completely opposite way. I'd say of everyone. Triple H is still one of the people that tells a story, as they say in the ring. Now, look, some of his stories aren't good. Roman Reigns' story at WrestleMania stories last year wasn't good. Stories have on the leg for two hours and a half. I'm not saying they're good, but I'm, you are... 
you you are taking one or two matches and you are, are blowing them up into <laughs> that was Triple H's entire career. No, no, I, I dude, I really, really you're like, Reddit. Two thousand. <laughs> I uh, I don't go on Reddit. Two thousand was um, like I said, the year of Triple H. He was amazing, like amazing. Look, I'm not saying. And now, but and, but he doesn't make me care about his matches. I I just think uh, I wish I was watching Rollins AJ or Rollins. Or, you know, I'd, ra- I'd rather see Triple H versus Seth Rollins and AJ in a different match at WrestleMania. I don't want to see... Get, listen, don't get me wrong. I just don't care right now. If they make me... And they made me care with Brock and Goldberg really effectively. So I'm not... I'm saying anything can happen. But at the moment, I don't care. And the match will probably be dull <laughs> for me. Well, well, And I'm obviously the most important person in this we'll situation. We'll see. So but you, you have also just said he's had terrible WrestleMania matches and we picked one. One. Yeah, what about... Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's go for the, under, the middle Undertaker match. What the the, so the first one in their two part series? Yeah, not that not, was good. Oh, those, both those matches are fine. Hell's Gate. That's all I'll say. No, that's the Undertaker's fault. What yeah. you, I want to be a fighter now. You're I a dead know. man. Yeah, but I'm a fighter. Give I, me MMA gloves. But you're dead. Give me MMA gloves. That's not Triple H's fault. But Undertaker versus anyone else at WrestleMania is usually uh, exciting, and that match. No, I, that, I think about that match, and I and I think of Snooze first. No way. Both those matches are good matches. I like one and three. I like I like the WrestleMania 17. All one. of them are good. That They're all good that... matches. Yeah, I agree. Two of them are good matches. You're yeah. crazy. You've gone crazy, Chris. The, the, you've, you've lost. You've lost the, the third plot. one. Um, the third one I've only seen once. I would like to watch that Hell in a Cell match again. It's I mean, it, it, it's a bit mental at the end, though, isn't it? Like about eight pedigrees, seven switch in music. Oh, yeah, but the best thing out. about that match is that switch in music because you actually buy that being the finish because you're mm. like, well, that makes sense. That gets everybody out of this, and yeah, and yeah. You, if anyone's going to beat the streak, you would have assumed it would have been Triple H. So I actually thought it was really good. I like, you know what? I don't even care, man. I like Triple H. He's <laughs> in my, he's in my to top say. ten greatest wrestlers ever. Well, I mean, you're sick. You're seriously sick, and we no, need to get you to a hospital, no, Simon. He's, now he's an inspiration. Um, I, I just think, okay, he. I've never forgiven him for that reign of terror. He's one of the reasons why I stopped watching. Where it was either him as the champion no, or him I'm as not, the other champion. Again, let me just clarify before all the comments. I'm not saying that there weren't some awful booking decisions. The Booker T yeah. thing, awful. When he had that feud with Vladimir Kozlov, awful. <laughs> you know, oh, there, there are some awful, awful, awful things that has happened along the but along the way. Katie Vick. Well, yeah, the oh, thing. Oh man, I screwed your brains I mean, out. That was all awful. But I be, I bet he'd be the first one to hold his hands and go, "That wasn't good." But the point being, it's overall he was an asset. I just thought something. WWE. I just thought something. He should be wrestling on NXT because that's where he's needed. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. You're just going on about how you don't want him to get in the way of things. You want to push no. him right in the way of all the upcoming no. stars. Look, he's You want been... him to pedigree all the upcoming stars and job them out. That's what you want to see. He, he, he's been on way too many WrestleManias. That's what I'm saying. So he may... hasn't been on too many. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Why is it? He's, because... he, 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 well, okay, know. has The Undertaker been on too many WrestleManias? No, but Undertaker's special, isn't he? He comes back every year and, and Triple H coming back every year. I'm sorry, dude. No one, no one cares. I care. I'm right here. I care about Triple H being on. I look forward to seeing his you're weird, the, you're goofy, the, stupid entrance. You're the exception that proves the rule. No, I don't. I disagree. I think there's more Think about the like NXT, it. though, thing. And I'm not talking about squashing, but imagine if he did some... Like, he could give people the star power that they're so, no, he wouldn't. They so desperately No, need. he wouldn't, because if he starts losing all the time, he loses any power and momentum he has. I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds stupid at first, but I'm just talking about... <laughs> no, it sounds stupid. He could be using... Because him, him versus Rollins, I don't care. What a... Him versus, he should care. Wait for it. Him versus Brian was amazing because of that underdog nature and Triple H literally representing what he is, basically the place that runs the face. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> but um, but Rollins, Rollins, it, 
we don't like Rollins because he's an underdog, and and I don't and I don't I don't, no, ca- I don't want to. See the problem there Triple is H that does... Rollins' babyface turn isn't going as well because he should have turned when he That's came back issue. from his injury. That's an issue. So hopefully they can start sorting that out. How long have we been talking about Triple H? I don't know. But we'll keep going. It's <laughs> and fine. That's the end of the podcast. No, we'll keep going. We'll keep talking about Triple H. Look, yeah. not much happened on Raw to SmackDown this week, so it's fine. Okay, okay, maybe not on NXT, but just use Triple H to make Ma- another, make a new star, like Seth Rollins. But he's a made star. No, he's not. He's not where he needs to be yet. He I, doesn't have that super duper momentum my, yet. My dad's heard of Seth Rollins, and that's the, that's the test. That that's doesn't the, count. My dad doesn't that know doesn't anything count. about modern wrestling. That doesn't count that your dad knows Seth Rollins. Because when you watch him on TV, do you think Seth Rollins is a superstar main eventer? I did last year. Mm, At the moment, I don't. I, know. I don't think I've, I've ever seen him that light. If he starts getting wins over people like Triple H, clean wins, then you can use that to build him up into that. Like I said, there's still time for the build. I just don't like the start of the build. Oh, uh, oh, oh, sorry. It's like going to the ring and he was like, sorry, guys, what was I uh, two months ago? What was I, I was supposed to do? Something? Triple H, that's right. Uh, he has been get mo- out here, you. He has been moaning about Triple H in backstage segments pretty much on and off uh, each not, week. Not enough. Well, he has said it, it has been brought up, though. He okay. has brought it up with Stephanie McMahon. Well... Like I said, I'm happy. I'm, I always love to be proved wrong. It's never happened, Simon. So uh, well, we'll I mean... see. We'll see about that. Um, what well, something else must have happened on Raw? We'll talk about SmackDown. We'll talk about Smack. We'll talk about the weird SmackDown where um, Ellsworth. Uh, Ellsworth screwed Dean Ambrose at the IC title. Yeah, which was just weird all round. Dean Ambrose is fighting the Miz for the IC title. AJ's injured, so they can't have. The, just bizarre. The whole thing was bizarre. Good dirty deeds, though. I liked it. I liked it when he just walked out, dirty deeds, yeah, him yeah, and walked really off. Like, that was good. But I don't know. I'm so confused about where all this is going now. I don't. I don't know what. I the, don't think it's going anywhere. This is. I mean, this is. They don't plan anything well enough. It looked. Like, like I, I. I was um, trying to keep myself slightly less smart when I got back into wrestling properly, and. Uh, at first, I thought the Daniel Bryan build to WrestleMania was just a great bit of long-term booking, but it wasn't because they never plan anything in advance. And like I said, a few little things would have helped the Seth Rollins Triple H feud immensely. And I just wish that they they're writing it week to week and not in a South Park way. In a no, yeah, do. they've been doing that for years. Oh God, they got to stop doing it. They're not going to stop doing it now. They got to stop. They're doing never going to stop doing it. Don't even trick yourself. They won't do Can you imagine it. Imagine if did you hear about that Shane McMahon thing? 2012. Him coming back with the writer of a book let to me say, ta- let me... <laughs> let me take over creative. And um, you know that Stephanie goes, oh, Dad, come on, Dad. You know you prefer me. And he goes, all right, ha, 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 all right, Steph. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Imagine. But, but there is this long-standing rumour that Shane McMahon's storyline ideas were terrible. <laughs> okay, well. I'm going to try and look this has up. Has he ever... Um... I'm going to try and look this up. There was some rumour, and I read some of them, and I was like, this is true. This is awful. It's How... awful storylines. Well, and the other thing is, his his uh, streaming company in China didn't take off, which is another reason why he's back at the Fed. Not saying that he's... Uh, I don't know. Do, do I wouldn't... Got the bad luck. I don't know anything about his business. Surrounding him. So I can't really... Well, it didn't do very... It, it basically, yeah. <laughs> I think if it was a success, we wouldn't be seeing him... Getting killed by Roman Reigns in the ring at <laughs> Survivor Series. Well, maybe. Right, I found it. Hang on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Something different would be nice, you know. I can't find it. I lie. I thought this was it. Imagine, um, imagine, you know, imagine the final deletion would look, would have looked, uh, could have looked a bit bad as a pitch in an elevator pitch or written down on paper, but turned out to be brilliant. Has Shane ever been in? Has Shane ever done anything creative for the company? Has he ever been in charge of writing? I've absolutely. That's a very good question. 
I've absolutely he wanted no to idea. he wanted to be uh, he wanted to bring back ECW didn't he as a as a as an online series but once again Dave Meltzer once said that Shane McMahon's ideas were light years behind Stephanie's and Triple H light years oh, do you know how big a light year is that is massive it's like this big, <laughs> yeah it's really big so maybe he dug his own grave I don't know I don't know I, I don't know what the uh, but apparently Stephanie doesn't even attend a creative meeting. And what does Stephanie do? Does, do you look at Stephanie McMahon and think, creative powerhouse? No, absolutely yeah. not. But, again, it's that, you know, you're Vince McMahon's daughter. You're in, a good, you're in a good position to... Yeah, but what about the son? I mean, he really prefers, he really prefers Stephanie over Shane. I mean, like, like we've seen it over the years, like I said, like, like Stephanie manipulating uh, daddy. It's real. That's one of the good things about McMahon I'm not family ma- drama. I, I'm not making a comment on that. I, I can't comment. I cannot possibly comment on that. Have you been signed? No, <laughs> I just, I feel really weird commenting on the McMahon-family relationship. It's just weird to me saying, oh no, he definitely prefers his daughter over his son. Oh, come on, man. Maybe it's trying to, I'm not commenting on it. Well, when, was the last time, when, okay, when was the last time Stephanie was estranged from the company for like six, seven years? Never. That's different though. Because that will happen because Shane McMahon was told I'm giving power to Stephanie and Paul, my real son. Yeah. And Shane Man was like, "Well, I'm offended. I'm leaving. My real son. <laughs> my real son. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My, my, I, I'm not saying that creative doesn't need a big reshake. But actually, no, I actually think Raw the last couple of weeks has been good and SmackDown, apart from the weird James Elworth stuff. Good. I actually think it's going all right. Uh, I like the I like the Rhino Heath Slater breakup on Talking Smack as well. Oh, shit, I, I haven't seen that. What happened? They just started like having it out about, oh, you cost me this, you cost me that, and oh, cool, cool. you shouldn't be keeping count. I thought it was well done. I liked it. And I actually think there's a load of little things going on right now, which is what it's been lacking for ages. It's kind of stories that you can, like the whole Rusev thing. I can tune into Raw today, and I can be like, oh, it's a little story. I'm looking forward to seeing how it, how it pans out, as opposed to, you know, you only care about the main event, and that's all we're going to make you care about. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so back, what did, in, what back, did, back in the day when they'd just be talking about Stone Cold. When Stone Cold getting here through all the yeah, undercard matches. That's when you're a superstar. That's when you're a superstar. Back then you're like, God, I hope my God, I can't I can't wait until they're more balanced and now look what we got. I don't think everybody thought that back in the day, did they? Oh, that's when I mean, it was more balanced. You had <coughs> excuse me. You had your other stories. I think but, well, I mean Foley talking about like uh Ross having to correct that. This is this guy's the toughest SOB I've ever seen. In this kind of environment, he had to make that last minute change because he couldn't call him the toughest SOB. Well, it's a continuity error, isn't it? Keep it <laughs> what did Reigns do on Raw? I can't remember what Reigns did. He had a match with Chris Jericho, didn't he? Oh, of course, the Kevin Owens Chris Jericho breakup continues. I'm surprised this is they've actually pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. They pulled the trigger at the worst time because they broke up over something so silly, whereas other things they broke up over were better. I thought this was going to be another ruse. And it was too similar to that other brilliant ruse. Well, I, <sighs> Which makes me think it's going to be a longer... They can't go back together now. If they go back together now, I'll be bored of it. Oh, you're doing it again. Because you know they're going to break up. So now that they've pulled the trigger... Unless this is a big thing and Jericho's going to attack Reigns at roadblock, end of the line, to cost him him the match. But then they're back together again. I feel that's too much. I don't know. Something about that doesn't... Doesn't fit right with me. And you know what else we've got tonight on Raw, actually? We're mm. doing a little preview. It's the last time New Day cannot beat the record. I thought you were going to say Emelina was returning. That's true. But Wednesday is, is the record day. So our New Day going to... They've got a match. I think they've got a match. I'm going to look it up again. Ooh. Well, do you think they'll do it? They're going to beat the record or is it something going to be a big turn? No, I think they will beat the record. Um, although it would be amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, storyline-wise, it would be great if they didn't. Big old heel turn, but... Just for those three guys. I think they're going to turn I, here I, regardless. I, I want them to get... Yeah, I want, well, I want them to get the record as well, you know. Even though it's a bit of a 
You're going to sue us for concussions? <laughs> Fuck you, demolition. <laughs> uh, they are fighting. They have a title match against, once this page loads... Gallows and Anderson. Triple threat match. That must be Sheamus and Cesaro and, yeah, and Gallows and Anderson. So they're going to be doing something, because that's a... Uh, I mean, it's silly, because we've seen that match a thousand times. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they don't make it. I just think there's so much... We've said this last week, but there's so much good ammunition for them not to beat the record. Yeah, well, that would, that would make the heel, heel. turn. Yeah, yeah, that would be perfect. Because I don't give a shit about the record. I don't care about the record. Who cares? They've been tagged for ages. They're a really good team. That's all I care about. And again, you've got to bring the real world factors into it. Merch. They're selling a lot of merch. I imagine they are. Yeah, but you can still say merchandise is heel these days. It doesn't really make a difference. Well, I, mean, I just think now yeah. is the time to do it, and it'd be so interesting. Kids, though, I mean, uh, you know. But that's when the heel turn will be the best. Maybe they know. Maybe they know they're out of, they're out of momentum, and they, they want to turn before... Yeah, Before. I'm just thinking of the whole like you know, especially with, especially with Cena away though. Like nah, New, New Day merchandise must be New Day kids tees must be well, maybe, through but the it roof. makes so much sense. They have proper motivation. Either way, either way, even if they break it and then lose it, they still have motivation. But they still tell that story. Those little kids cry on Christmas though because their favorite team Good. went heel. Good, <laughs> that's the best heel turn. You made it. You've you've infected that kid. They're going to be like, they'll do a podcast in twenty years. Going, oh, remember that time New Day made me cry. And I've been bitter since that day. I've never cried at a heel turn even when I was a kid. Um, the only thing I was properly perturbed about, surprisingly, as we're going to talk about in the Patreon-exclusive podcast, mm. is when I found out Bret Hart was going WCW. That bothered me a lot. I didn't like that at all. But other than that, there was no real... It was a real thing back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, there was nowhere a turn that made me... Nintendo, Sega, WCW, WF. <laughs> yeah. But no, who, who was the biggest heel turn when we were sort of early 90s? I can't think of a huge heel turn uh, in the early the, 90s. Something that kind of... I didn't cry, but I did have a slight feeling in my... Uh... In my chest, that kind of weird, unsettling feeling when Austin turned heel at the end of Mania 17. You must. I was like, but that was like 2001. Like, They're going to lose. So you were in your twenties. <laughs> you twenties. Almost in your twenties. You were 18, right? 15. Yes, I was 15. How old was I? But I'm about 10 years below my actual age mentally. So, well, I'm doing you, a wrestling podcast. Here. You were, must have been older than 15. That was 2001 WrestleMania 17, wasn't it? Yeah, that means yeah, 15. I would have turned 16 in April. What year were you born? 85. 1985. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Wait a minute. Are you doing the maths? No, no, no. That doesn't make... I don't know. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Um, yeah, I turned 16 April 2001, so I was 15. And uh, you're allowed to be sad when Stone Cold no, turns you're not when 15. you're 15. No, no, you're not. That's too old. I wasn't sad. I just felt... I was a bit... I wasn't... I just, felt, I just remember thinking, oh, no, I don't like this. Well, you and everybody else. It's like they're going to lose so much money. Yeah, you and everybody <laughs> else. But it's all right, because we had Crazy Stone Cold, and Crazy Stone Cold was the best character nobody it ever talks weird, about anymore. It was weird, though, that whole Alliance invasion time. It was weird. Yeah, but they just fucked the invasion so bad. We'll do that in a retro podcast as well. I'd love to talk about the invasion stuff. Yes. Flipping it. Here, here is the easiest thing in the world. Oh, we fucked it up. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Like, how can you screw that up? How can you screw that up? Because you d- you don't you didn't want it to look like your brand lost your brand didn't lose you bought a competition the brand is on your fucking show it's really anyway. annoying that they still and they still felt the need <coughs> they still felt the need to do that with, like like you were saying with Triple H and Sting you know the audience yeah. aren't going to sit there after a Sting win and go oh, was I'm going to leave and go and get out my WCW VHSs now and put them on no, now we're not, this we're, is we're, shit we'll talk about it we'll talk about it. Is there anything else in the world of WWE we need to touch on? I feel like we're missing uh, something. Cassius Ono slash Chris Hero. Coming back to NXT, apparently, which is interesting. Did, I, t- did I mention on the podcast that I saw him on an episode of Nothing to Declare? Yes, you did. I think you did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. say it again anyway, just in case. Oh, it's just, you know, one of the, one of the classic things. It was, it's either sneaking in a shit ton of weird-looking food 
or it's having the wrong visa. So he had the, he had the wrong visa. Jeez, did he? And he and got like, deported. Did like, he get deported? Like, what are you here for? He's like, oh, I'm just going to a wrestling show. Are you a wrestler? Yep. Yep. Are you wrestling? Nah, definitely not. Why would I be wrestling at the wrestling show? No, exactly. I'm only a wrestler. I'm just, I'm just coming so to check they, it out. Oh man, he nearly missed his flight, but you know, he made the he made the show in the end. He they got. The how did he get through? He was he was a little bit. He he, he, he turned on the charm. Did he? He turned on the charm, oh, and then he immediately yeah. gets out. and He goes, oh, I love coming to Australia. Great, great rules you have here. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit like Johnny Depp's uh, dog apology video. Yeah. yeah, they will tell you firmly. Exactly. Um, no, I think it's good. I think it's good. He's coming back. To be honest, could probably put on the main roster if we're completely honest. They won't. doesn't really need to go through NXT. But I tell you what is good about. Apparently, finally, finally, Samoa Joe is coming to the main roster. Mm. Finally. Only took six months, eight months, a year, two years. Goodness sake! Hey, what did you, you know think what? about the title switching back? Can I just say he did it his way? You know, they he definitely are, did he not. Didn't, didn't take the didn't take the Umaga gimmick. You know, because is he on the main roster yet? I mean, yeah, no, he's not there yet. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, I, I think that he he can he, that's something he can hold his head quite high about. You know, because a lot of, you know everyone else, like you said, Vince offers you something. You'd be like, hey, Simon, you're debuting on NXT. Simon the Sorcerer. That's fine. And you're like, I'll yes, Vince. I'll give me that. Give me that wizard. Give hat me that beard. Right now. Exactly. Yeah. Simon the Sorcerer. Is that a game or something? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. I mean, licensing is going to be awful. Oh but no. We're going <laughs> to crack down on this podcast. But we'll see. I, I'll, I can only agree with that once he makes it to the main roster intact. Yeah. 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 He could turn up as Joe the Sorcerer. I mean, you don't know with a big hat and. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, good for him. You know what I mean? Didn't didn't take a gimmick he wasn't he didn't want to do. Was he ever offered a gimmick he didn't want to do? I, I, from what I heard, he was offered the Umaga gimmick. Well, before Umaga? So, yeah. Oh, yeah either that, either that, that or, or a kind of similar savage Samoan gimmick. But you thing. say that, Umaga made that work. Yeah, he did. He was really good. He didn't come across as goofy. He came across like, I'm going to kick your but ass. Maybe, but maybe Joe wouldn't have... Um... I think he would have done. That's but, Joe's best thing, is making him think he's going to kick your true, ass. That's true, but maybe he... Yeah, but he, he, if, he, if he didn't believe in the character, he wouldn't have committed as fully. I don't know. But yeah, but we had the perfect Umaga, like you said. Yeah, so maybe he'd made a mistake. Maybe I, he should have been Umaga. I quite like the three-minute warning. I like three minutes. Yeah. I like the idea behind three minutes. No, warning. it's the best summer. Did somebody ever say three minutes? I liked all of that because, especially the time when Bischoff was dressed up as an old woman. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but this was the same time we had hot lesbian action. This is when wrestling was terrible. In reality, it's when wrestling was awful that and was, fucking embarrassing. That was literally the Katie Vick was and Katie Vick. Just well. two thousand two. Just two thousand two was just flipping, just dreadful. Eddie uh, RVD had the ladder match though. On Raw, I'm not saying great. there weren't good matches. Yeah, no, I'm saying it was the year of me. just horrendous storylines. Taker, Jeff Hardy. Do you remember when they started to give Jeff Hardy a little push? Yeah, yeah. that was good too. Yeah. There were the good things, but overall, it was it was it was so poor, so popular stories, wasn't it? And it just took it. Yeah, well, it took I mean, it too far. And finally, we're getting back there though. That 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 hotel, that that Lana Rusev, but that Enzo was storyline. That was done better. I mean, no, that, you're right. That, that didn't feel like. I didn't yeah, feel insulted. Right. Enzo by it. wasn't in a coffin, so yeah, yeah it that was wasn't, a lot. That's the thing; it wasn't insulting. A lot of the things that happened in 2002, you look back and you go, "No, that was insulting. That was really insulting and bad and awful and terrible and horrible." They must have known how much, how many of the audience they lost because they're like, "Ah, fuck it, let's do this now." No one's watching. Oh my god! I think it's the other way around. Actually, apparently, I listened to this the other day. The first segment they did when Triple H revealed all the Katie Vick stuff did a good number, and that's why they thought, "All oh, right, we're onto something." No. They weren't. And why was it Kane? I'm stealing this from the Laps fan, but they're right. Why was it Kane? Because, like, Kane's supposed to be this super magical being. Why wasn't it somebody that you could believe actually went to high school and liked someone? 
like Bubba Ray Dudley or Booker T or someone like that. Anyone, but yeah, Kane, the man I'm supposed to think is burned. Because then you ca- you pictured a little Kane at school, don't you, with the mask on? Nice. No, well, they just given him the mask with the mouth bit on, I think. So it was the, just the perfect time to give him a line like, "It was an accident." <laughs> was just, the bit when Triple H tell everyone they found semen. It's like, oh, fuck off. And then Awful. one of those pre-match uh, segments as well. So it's semen, semen. <laughs> it's just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Anyway. Right. Is there anything else in the world of WWE we need to talk about? Something else must have happened on Raw or SmackDown. Uh, well, we can go to SmackDown if you want. Well, I'm on oh, we already We're talking about Ellsworth and Ambrose and... The Alexa Bliss and uh, Becky Lynch stuff is fine. It's doing its job. I don't really got a problem with it either way. It's, yeah, it's, it's once again the same problem. The Miz is still the best thing on that show, apart from AJ Styles. But AJ Styles wasn't on it properly because he hurt his ankle. And his bum. And his bum, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he didn't, there must have been something else. Well, quite a few people were disappointed that uh, Styles Ellsworth didn't happen. Well, that's injuries for you, though, isn't it? You can't help that. In, in, in an interactive contact yeah. sport. No, but what I mean is people are, <laughs> people are looking forward to that match. Which uh, surprised me. Well, I guess it's going to tie up the storyline one way or another, isn't it? There's got to be something in that that explains the situation or something. I don't know. Like I, I said, know. what is the end goal for Ellsworth? What would you do with him after this main event run has ended? I Make... can't even listen to those words. After yeah, but this why main not? Why not? Let him do it every once. Who cares? Uh, I just Ellsworth, Make... Ellsworth Triple H next year, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Triple H goes over. Maybe. Maybe he becomes Gilberg. I don't know. When you do that kind of thing with him, give him a joke gimmick. Oh, I don't know. Now they've got uh, Gil- the, the real Gilberg. Goldberg. Yeah, you let him spear him out of his boots. That'd be good. Do you know he's only 31, James Ellsworth? Yeah, I know. Same as me. That's why he's got the offspring tattoos. That's why I love him because of the offspring tattoos. Does what, he have one? They're legend. Oh, yeah, he's got two. No, of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> uh, what else is happening in the world of wrestling that we need to talk about? Cody... Bullet yeah, Club yeah, Rhodes. I, I saw someone on the internet the other day, I'm not going to name drop them, saying they, they thought Cody Rhodes wasn't good. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I think Cody Rhodes at the moment is flipping amazing. He's one of my favourite independent dudes. He's really good. I, I, you know what? I love the American Nightmare. Such a good no, name. Yeah, that is really clever. I love the face in the Bullet Club. That works perfectly for me. I love the fact he's a heel. This is all good. I also love the fact that, um, you know, again, good for him. He, he, he stayed at the, the WWE for a long time. You don't say the W. It was the WWF and WWE. That yeah, makes no sense. A couple of changes. Uh, could have called it anything apart from E. I don't like E. Well, I know we've you, all gotten you, used you, to it now, yeah, yeah. but it's still not great, is it? I remember when it first came in. I was like, that makes no sense. And it's weird that now it's just an acronym because I used to love World Wrestling Federation. It broke it up a bit. Now it's WWE, 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 WWE Universal, WWE Universe. Kind of endless. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was 2002 as well. I think. Was then four. I can't remember. That was great. Either yeah, way, it was long ago. No, it's 2002. I just didn't understand what was going on. The, the name changed. All my favourites weren't there. WWE, get the F out. I was like, get the F what out. is going on? To be fair, that's actually quite a good campaign, that get the F out. That's didn't even understand clever. it at first. Did that's you what I'm talking about. I was a naive. I, I, I was a few years that. behind. I liked it. I think that was a really good campaign. I didn't, didn't understand it was rude at first, and then I did later on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you are the best. But... Cody Rhodes, I think it's the best thing he's ever done. And good for him. WWE. Like I said, he stayed there, he played the game, they wouldn't give him a, a main event, anything. So yeah, and he said, so I wanted to leave because you know, I believe that I'm a certain level of And I think he's there. I've, I've seen some people saying he's is. not. I totally disagree. He comes across to me like a guy I want to tune in to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see. And now he's a heel, I'm even more intrigued yep. to see yep. to see what he does. In the Bullet Club, that works. He's going to do some New Japan stuff. That's Bullet, exciting. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? I just think I just think Cody Rhodes is uh, there's an upside to him. There's something about him that I'm drawn to, and that's what you need to be. That's what you need. All you need is that draw. He's a handsome guy, Simon. He know, just that, works. That, that's, 
And he's a that's, nice that's man. That's what you're drawn to. That's what we're all drawn to. Well, I don't think he's there. Chiseled. But, but, um, and granite. I, I, I'm a big fan of his. I think no, wait, he's... not granite marble, oh, for God's sake. Well, you can say granite. <laughs> Lots of people say granite. I, I, actually, I think everything he's doing right now is really smart. He's making a name for himself. He's now doing his heel run after yeah. doing his baby face run because that kind of... Uh, you know, pioneering. I've left WWE. Yeah, good for me is over. Natural. And now he can show us the. And don't forget, Cody Rhodes is a good heel. That mask he's. Do you remember the mask dude? Dashing. His dress coat was really good. Yep, that's uh, how I first met him. And uh, met him. Found, uh, <laughs> he just yeah, his how mask. I was first introduced to him. I was like, yeah. "What's that?" He's like, oh, "It's giving." Um, Love Zelda. Used to have the Triforce <laughs> on his boots. Still got it. He wrestled at WCPW the week, had his elder boots on. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did, oh, I've yeah. still not seen any independent matches, but I'm, I'm going oh, to. The Christmas break, I've got so much wrestling. I, in WCPW, I've seen him fight Kurt Angle, El Aguero, and somebody else. Oh, Joseph Connors. And each time he's been spot on. Spot on. And he's fighting Zach Jaber Jr. in January at WCPW show, and I bet you it's flipping awesome because the man can just adjust to his opponents. Yeah, I'm a huge say, fan. Yeah, yeah, no, dude. Of course, of course. And he's a great fit for the Bullet Club. <laughs> Big star, big Gaijin star. He's got a name. That's he's what the got, Bullet Club is. Exactly. It was supposed to be a bunch of white dudes <laughs> attacking J- Japan. So I think it's I think it's great. I think he's going to do really well. I think the name is so smart. Yeah, especially because he's got Dream tattooed on yeah, his pec, which yeah, makes it even yeah, better. Yeah. Just Cody really, Rhodes, man. I always man. really like the disaster kick as well. Like, I yeah. Think, I think it's a really sweet move. And then he stopped doing it in, the, in the WWE. I don't like Crossroads cause, or Sister Abigail, whichever one you want to call it. Just, that moved. Uh, it's not only... the same as Sister Abigail. Oh, man. it is. Don't even pretend it's the not the test same. test drive. <laughs> I just always think they, they seem to not hit it less than they do hit it, if that makes sense. And that uh, upsets me. When they do hit it right, it looks really good, but I always feel like that. I'm surprised the... it's not gone wrong a couple of times because, you know, imagine getting the, getting the mutual movement um, slightly off and then you kind of Smack break your, your whole body the floor, in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> There you go. What's the best finishing move ever? Stone Cold Stunner. It is Stone Cold Stunner, isn't it? Can you believe it? This week, so many years on, it's still the best. Because you can hit it out of it's nowhere. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. You did know. you or did you not like nowhere, the rock selling of it? Yeah, yeah. No, you're wrong. Well, the first, time I, saw it, the first time I saw it, was, so um, <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw it was uh, in SmackDown, the game. I was like, what? what? Was that? I didn't, you see him push himself up. I was like, what? But if, any, if, it was, if it was anyone else doing it, but when The Rock does it on, on the WrestleMania Grand Stage. This but you see about. him push himself up. I'd rather... You see him do it. Why does that make sense? He's he's injured. He's so injured. He's gonna oh, do a little push up. Simon, it's predetermined. Mate. Yes, but make me believe. Yeah, make no, me I, believe. I, I that don't... doesn't make me believe. That makes me think the rock is just fucking around. I guess I know what you're saying, but I don't have a problem with it. And I I love all the different cells of the stunner. I love I love um, what's the best? I love one? Scott Hall That's flying correct. back. That's the best one. I love Scott Hall Shane, at I, I love Shane with a beer in his mouth. I love I love Donald um, Trump. Linda McMahon. <laughs> yeah, the Linda McMahon one is my favorite. Linda McMahon one where he falls down and she forgets. It's just the greatest, the greatest moment in all of wrestling. It makes me laugh Think every single Steve time. Steve as well. Though. I mean, on his point, it's like, God, I, I could really legit snap this woman in half if yeah. I'm not careful. I'd and she be, just uh... no-sold my stunner. Oh, that's funny. Donald Trump one is awful as well. Just absolutely, just absolutely dreadful. I don't, there's dreadful so many different, different ways to sell it. Shane, yeah, Shane Rock. They'd probably take it. Oh, no, no, I, Scott Hall's mine. It's my favourite, the pop-up. When, um, you know, when uh, Stone Cold came back from... Uh, getting run over and Shane's like I know who it is and he just wanted he just wanted to attack Steve Blackman <laughs> oh man so he stunned Steve Blackman we should then, do a whole and then, and then you know Shane's holding out the they've just toasted the beer and Shane's holding out the hand and then he gets stunned and Shane yeah, yeah. sprays the beer and it's like that's, that was the great thing about Shane you know he you know he didn't necessarily need to have any matches but he'd, he'd make your finisher look 
Yeah, no, it's know. true. I like Shane McMahon. I got a lot of time for him. Him, he's just very floaty, isn't he? I like those, like AJ, a very floaty kind of guy. A guy who gets like big hang time seems to kind of have slightly less gravity affecting him than yeah. the rest of us. We Love should it. do a podcast on uh, Rikishi being the driver <laughs> behind the car. Dude. No, I will. I mean, I'm the was worst such a... decision in the history of wrestling. At least changes flipping clothes. Still coming out in a fucking thong. Bad man. Anyway. He's a bad man. He did it for Rock. He wants bad women. Bad clothes. I can't remember the bad. Is that the lyrics? That says I want bad women. Yeah, he want, he just so lists mean. a load of things that he wants, and they've all got to be bad. Right. Well. Bad food. Bad accommodation. <laughs> bad commute. Bad cholesterol. I'm making my own rules. Uh, well, Rikishi as well. Before that was was he was he was one of, he was dude. You like Rikishi? I never liked Rikishi. I liked his Rikishi driver, but they banned that because it was killing dudes. I was dudes. Just about to say he used to have this uh, this move set that was very you know the pancake into the yeah, yeah. into the RKO the. The, uh, the, yeah, but then just like everyone, you know, Vince yeah, but, Vince goes, no, we just focus on the ass. But he was right because how did he get over by sticking his ass in people's faces? And they people Dude, loved that. He was over already. No, no, he was more over once he started sticking asses in people's faces. That's what got him over. That's what people remember him for. That's he didn't yeah. need to do all the other moves. That's what it's that classic wrestling thing. You find that one thing and make that work. It, it, I'm telling you, dude, he was he was he he had a bit of ass. <laughs> dude, and, yeah, massive and, ass. And he had the uh, no, but he had the. He had the Rikishi driver and all of the, you know, a great super kick. Rikishi is brilliant. Like he, 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 he really, does, he does the Billy Gunn clothesline spot. That is better good, than yeah. Billy Gunn. He was he he moved. Oh yeah, I'm a big Rikishi fan. I, I, wow, I'm gutted geez. that that uh, that they tried that they that they decided to do that with him because I think. Well, I mean, he's a boy, isn't no, he? No, I don't think so. He's a boy, isn't he? He's not like my top ten wrestler, but he's a, he's a you know. I think that was the right thing for them to do. I just said they didn't repackage him at all. He's still coming out yeah, of his I big mean, thong. Yeah, well, that was the problem. It wasn't done right. No, but, uh, but before that, yeah, I thought he was um, you know, never yeah. No, you don't want him in the world title picture. But he was he had some great, dude. He had some great intercontinental IC, uh, IC no. matches that year with Benoit. He was all right. He was all right. I just wouldn't go back and watch King of the Ring two thousand. Like, you know he's I not going to win. Watch the King of the Ring two thousand. Oh really? Why? I'm just joking. I don't know. You asshole. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, you, you know, we. I know he's not winning when I go back and watch that. But dude, Rikishi, Rikishi had the skills. He had it all. Pay the bills. Yeah, and they and they and then they went. And now you're going to run over Austin. We know. We've got to talk about. He was dressed up as a big lesbian during the HLA, HLA times. I can't say HLA. Rikishi dressed up as a big lesbian. Stephanie lost some that. sort of thing. That's kind of a block from my memory. And she had to engage. The stip was she had to engage in the HLA if something happened and something happened and like maybe she had a wrestler in a match and that wrestler this lost. Fucking awful. But anyway, Stephanie's like, fine, I'll do HLA, and then this big. Lesbian comes out called Hildegard. I don't. Was, I've, uh, I've it, blocked this from my memory, probably on purpose. This sounds was, horrendous. Uh, hey man, do you think I've kept this in there by choice? <laughs> and uh, yeah, Rikishi's got all kind of you know, like Big Mama's house kind of prosthetics and wig on, and then you know her, Stephanie like uh, yeah. I'm not making this up. It's making me sound like I'm the mental one now. No, <laughs> I just watched it. That's terrible. This is absolutely terrible. Before we wrap up, we've mm. got to talk about Total Nonstop Deletion, which happens this week. Very excited about it. Apparently, yes. it's amazing. Jim Ross called it special. It's Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Old man Jim Ross. I'm very excited about this. Very excited about Me it. Me too, yeah. I think it's going to be absolutely hilarious. And I think it's going to be the best two hours of wrestling TV this week is going to be total nonstop deletion. Nothing so, will even come close. So you met him the other day. Mr. Other week, Hardy, yeah, yeah, and, I did, yeah. And he showed uh, me a little bit. He gave me a little preview of total nonstop deletion. 
but you into you, inter- you interviewed him and stuff for what culture? Did uh-huh. you guys get up to uh, what about off camera? You know, what about Simon and Matt. Hardy's, I can't talk uh, about that. Adventures in he, town. He's um, he's an in character guy, so I can't possibly talk about any out of character interactions. So oh, dude, my microphone's completely broken. If you want all that noise, it's, it's broken. Good. It's good. Yeah, exactly. We talked about it hardly, and things have started to break. He's got um, a delightful <laughs> microphone. But yeah, I can't talk about what happened off camera. All I will say is that Matt Hardy is awesome. Best thing in wrestling right now. Even above Chris Jericho, because I didn't like Chris Jericho on Raw. I didn't think he did anything good. So How did you not laugh? You're, you're, I don't a, know. you're a pro as I'm well. I'm a pro. Because I, he was right in your face going, Maxel! And I would everyone, everyone, everyone go and watch that on What Culture Wrestling. It's my favourite interview ever, I think. Because I tell you, he was playing a character, but this is the key, Chris. Yeah. So was I. <gasps> when I'm interviewing wrestlers, I'm playing a character. My what? character is interviewer. Okay. And if you're an interviewer, you don't laugh. No, you just say... You just lost a match. What are your thoughts and feelings about that? Exactly. My name's Dasher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking backstage at wrestling. How do you feel about being number one contender? James, Great. James Ellisworth. Oh, Come it's on. It's not their fault. They're fed lines. It's not their fault. They're yeah, they fed, fed the right names, though, one would think. Unless well. Vince is like, no, you say Ellisworth. <laughs> Probably did. And he's cracking up. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 um, I can't wait. We'll talk, in fact, we may dedicate all of next week's podcast to Total Nonstop Deletion. That's how excited I am about it. Mm. I cannot wait. Nothing on WWE TV will be as good unless... Something incredible happens, but it won't. It won't be as fun as that. Nope. So, right, there you go. That's another episode of the Hurricane Run on Top Right podcast. We've put everything to bed in the world of pro wrestling. Like I said, we are now, it's going to go up at the same time, going to record, finally, the Patreon bit. We're going to do Survivor Series 1997. We're just going to talk about Montreal Screwjob probably for 50 or so minutes. Um, so you can get that by going to patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller. Just five bucks, that gets you in. You can give more. You can give less, but that doesn't give you access to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why that's the tier I chose. It just was. But if you'd like more... The, the Get Simon Sandwich more. tier. Yeah, that's $2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's there. And it would be, uh, it would be uh, a privilege and an honour if you did go and do that. But you don't have to, because this one is still going to be coming into your face for free. If you are listening on iTunes, please give us a raking... A raking? Oh, that is. Giving us a ranking. Back five rake. stars. Exactly, the yeah. The greatest wrestling move it, known to man. It moves us up the charts. And if we go higher the charts, more people see us. Community grows. We're still not exactly back where we were. We need to get back to where we were. And to do that... We need you. So pimp it out on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, YouTube. I don't know. Put it everywhere. ICQ, MSN Messenger. Also, if you like to listen to your podcast on YouTube for some reason, it's youtube.com forward slash C forward slash The Miller Report Rules. I put all the podcasts up there as well, so you can check it out. It's on SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere you need it to be. And you can come find me on Twitter at SimonMiller316. You can find Chris at PsychoFox. The O is a zero. At the end. At the end. F0X. F0X. And you can go to Facebook, type in Hurricane Run off the top rope and join the Hurricane Run off the top rope Facebook and just talk about wrestling all the time. And we'll put the Triple H poll up there as well to see what people think about it. My microphone broken again. So is the poll just, do you care about Triple H? Do you want to see Triple H wrestle these days? I'm going to say, is Triple H overrated? That's that's not what I said. That is what you said. That is what you said. No, it's not. It is, because you said that 2000 he peaked and it was downhill from there, which Uh, means it's overrated. That's what you said. (laughs) That is what you said. I I want to know if people want to see him wrestle these days. We'll do that and we'll do, do you want to see him wrestle these days? Okay. At WrestleMania. No one's going to care after the first one. At WrestleMania. The other one's more succinct. (laughs) At WrestleMania, that was a key. And I think people do. If they don't, I don't care. I still think that he should be at WrestleMania. You want big names. I take all the big names. All the big names yeah. from my childhood I put on WrestleMania. No, I agree. Put him on the kickoff panel. Don't. <laughs> we need to talk about that, actually. Jerry Lawler and Lita got kicked off TV. And Booker T's gone to run for mayor. So you're going to need... <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're going to need bodies on that kickoff show. 
Triple H. I wonder why Lita got kicked off. Because she's I'm, terrible I, at that yeah, job. They don't know that. They don't know oh that. Oh, my God. If they knew that, they wouldn't have flipping David Otunga on SmackDown commentary. No one has been worse in these talking segments. David Otunga is just as bad. Lita, have you seen the amount of mistakes, though? She can't get through a single but sentence. Neither can David Otunga. There's no way <laughs> she loses her job and he doesn't. That doesn't make sense. Not if it's based on quality. That makes no sense. Jerry Lawler, I get it. You have to draw a line somewhere. She's not married to Jennifer Hudson. No, they need... Also... People keep saying that Brian Saxton, Byron Saxton, is as bad as David Otunga. No, he's not. Byron Saxton is so much better than David Otunga, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. David Otunga says stuff like... Just the, the Bieber comment. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, I hate ragging on people because it's a really hard job. I tried commentary. I'd be worse. I'd be the first one to say that. And I feel sorry for him because he's still learning. So don't like ragging on him. But right now... He's not a good colour commentator. He's just not. No. He's just not. But Lita was bad on those shows, and I have no, no ill she was, I've yeah. got no ill will towards Lita. But... They're going out with, she's going with Corey Graves. He must have some pull. Oh, really? I thought he was. Maybe she's not. I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably just cast aspersions there. On that note, we'll wrap up the podcast. Like I say, patreon.com forward slash Simon316. If you want the extra one a month, either way, give us a ranking, give us a review, and we'll be back next Monday. 